0: You're listening to Helvetia Rocked Musicians in Conversation My name's Natalia Anderson and I'm a presenter, content creator and DJ I'll be talking with female, intersex, non-binary and trans musicians and DJs based in Switzerland Helvetia Rocked is the Swiss association focusing on gender equality in the music industry Through its grassroots projects such as producing, DJing, band workshops and songwriting camps, it offers platforms for young people of all levels to discover music and be a part of an empowering community. If you like what you hear, please share it with your friends. Hi everyone, it's Natalia here. I'm really excited to welcome you to episode one of Helvetia Rocked Musicians in Conversation. In this episode, I chat with Leila Moon, who is a songwriter, producer and DJ. She's also a coach with Helvetia Rocked and teaches the Female Music Lab DJ Workshop. In our conversation today, we touch upon her school life, we talk about self esteem, how to be your own best friend, and we talk about the creative process behind her song, Dancers. We also find out about Layla's musical influences, and we have an audience question, so stay tuned for that. Also, if you have a question that you want answered on the podcast, head to Helvetia Rocked on Instagram and post your question there. In the meantime, though, Here's my conversation with Leila Moon.
1: Hey, what's up? This is Leila Moon, and you're listening to Helvetia Rocked Musicians in Conversation. Have fun,
0: have fun. You are the first person I'm interviewing for this very new podcast for helvetia (laughs) Rock!
1: I am feeling so honored. Oh my goodness. It's just amazing.
0: I'm am so happy that it's you cuz we already know each other. We've already met a few times. We've um, danced together. I've even seen
1: your little baby.
0: Yeah, you see my baby. I've I've banished him to the oh. outer gardens so that I could uh, oh. have some quiet time. <laughs> Let's first I want to get a bit of an introduction to you but in terms of your musical history um how did you get started on your musical journey first of all
1: On my musical journey. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I it started not when I was like 2 years old like so many people did but <laughs> <laughs> um no I mean Okay, I took <laughs> piano lessons. I always knew that music uh, is great because my mom is a music lover and um my dad is a total Elvis Presley fan. He doesn't know much, but Elvis Presley is great. Um my mom listened to all like rai from Algeria, like uh, that genre which is very dear to me. And she also always watched um, French TV and MTV. Um, So there was a lot of music at home, French chansons especially, um, and Rai. So yeah, music was all around. Mm, And when I started to make music on my own, that was when uh, I realized that maybe I can sing because I always told everybody that, you know, I know how to draw because I was a pretty good drawer yeah. uh, from when I was like 10, 11, because I was watching Sailor Moon all the time. Like I was obsessed with Sailor Moon uh, by the age of six. And so I was so convinced by the idea to become uh, a manga drawer so I was super good at drawing I knew that that was my way and I always told people you know thank you thank you for your compliments but you know I'm good at drawing but I'm so
0: bad at music I'm like not musical at all which that's interesting
1: yeah yeah is it because you held
0: it up because of the songs and the music you were hearing at home did you sort of put it on a pedestal and you're like oh that's That's over there and 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 with drawing, you kind of it's very immediate. You know when it's good, sort of thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Is that could that be it? It's no, I think it was really that I had a very, very low, low self-esteem. Very low. Um, so getting compliments was really hard for me. Yeah. So I would always, when I would get a compliment where I You know, like, if if it was about my looks or stuff, like, I would just freak out and just be like, stop talking. But when somebody would make a compliment for my drawings, then I I would be like, yeah, okay, you know, this person cannot draw very well, so it's okay. Like, I have to take that uh, compliment. But then I would always turn it into what I'm bad at, you know? I'm like, oh, thank you very much. But, you know, I'm so bad at singing. It's like, I'm a loser, you know? So that was the thing. It's like making myself...
0: Yeah, just how did you identify that? And when did you identify that? Because that's quite a, you know, a real sort of interesting kind of self um, assessment, self realisation thing. And do you think you've surpassed that now that you make music? Have you come out of that? Somehow,
1: Mm. because I think I got out of my uh, very low self esteem and kind of It was almost self-hatred, poor girl. Um, But I don't know why it was. I mean, I I got a lot of love from my parents and my sister and everything. Um, But um, I think it was because I was very tall, thin... People didn't really like me at school. Um, some people did. Some people did not. The boys did not really like me. Hmm. Oh, um, but look, where then, are they now?
0: Ah, you know? <laughs> hi. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: um, no, but... Um, and I also think it had a lot to do with me as a person being very, like... I rather I would rather be low, uh, people not seeing me... very Like, I would not wanting to be seen... Um, And also growing up in Frick, in Canton Argau, where I was the... I mean, for me, I was the only Arab. I did not (laughs) know any Arab. Um, And at school, most of the people were white, Swiss. Um, Teachers would never believe in me. I mean, I would get comments like teachers saying... um, oh, you really want to go to that school, you know, to to like after primary school, you'd, I mean, you get your grades and you get to Bezirksschule, Secondarschule, Realschule. And Bezirksschule was the best one where I could go and study because I kind of wanted to go study uh, and I knew that I was okay at school. So they would just tell me like, uh, you know, it's not really for you. I think it's better if you go to Second, school because, you know, you don't really speak Swiss German at home and it's so hard, you know, as a, as a migrant. And I would just be like, uh, what? I want to go the, to that school and my parents want me to go to that school. So what? So it would always be a fight, mm. but I was insecure, so that did not really help. Anyways, when I was about 19... I realized that I had passed most of my problems, um, my self-esteem problems. I had amazing friends, teenage friends that would always tell me to stop hating myself, to start taking compliments. I mean, I love them and thank you very much. Um, and yeah, so I kind of grew out of that. And then by starting to um, working after, after um, uh, FMS... Uh, my how do you say that college what's that
0: oh yeah college yeah so
1: then i uh decided to travel uh because i was just like i'm a crazy person inside and i need to find that craziness and i want to do crazy things i want to get out of home because i mean i love my mom but i also felt this like ah she was pretty strict but also kind of not Mm. and i knew that she would be okay with me traveling so yeah so i i was like okay i'm gonna go travel she was fine with that and i was just like bye and then by that time i learned a really like that was a key changing moment in my life where um i had best friends i had people that um would also you know harm a little or like treat me badly um and I always got so disappointed and I was just like I wished somebody would treat me like I would be treated well like I treat other people because Mm. I'm a very nice person like in general like I always let other people speak I always give people space and when somebody's like no I want to do this I'm like okay fine fine I I do that but Mm. I also realized that I need my space and I I need people to encourage me to do what I want to do. So I wished at that moment that I would meet a person like me. Like I remember I was sitting on my desk and I was like, hmm, I wish I had a best friend that is just like me. And and then I kept on a little with that. Thought. And then I always came back to the realization that I'm really not good to myself and I don't um, love myself the way I should. And I always put myself down and stuff. So then somehow I heard that quote that or somebody said something like, think about that. Would you ever treat your best friend the way you treat yourself? And I went back home and I was like, would I ever treat myself as a... No, no, I would. If I was my best friend, I would treat myself so well. Like my best friends are everything. And then it happened. And then I was like, okay.
0: Did you become your own best friend? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Really? I often say to people, I am my own best friend. I am my own best friend. I love myself. I don't know how I got there, but I'm glad you got there. It's so important. And I think, especially because Helvetia Rock works a lot with young people in music, and some of them might be going on a similar journey. So I think it's great that uh, we've talked about this sort of self-discovery and actually realisation of being your own best friend.
1: Yeah. So that that's, that's where I am now. I'm still my best friend. And when somebody asks me to do something, which it sounds a bit risky, and I'm like, no, I can't do this because I'm not good enough. Then I'm like, ah, oh, you can do it.
0: Honestly, like I think so many people who are starting their own musical journey now might have similar feelings of inadequacy, feeling not good enough. And really, sometimes, I mean, I remember for myself when I was doing music, I was actually often looking externally. I wanted people to say I was really great. And I saw other people getting praise. And I was like, nobody cares about me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that my focus was a bit off. But the moment you turn the focus inwards and actually try to build yourself up, do what you love, just give yourself time to develop time to grow and just just do your thing then that's a really great position to be in absolutely and for just for the last thing i I have to be
1: honest that i'm not at this point where i could be because i'm still having a lot of fears and a lot of you know things like "Ah, i can't do this i'm not good enough can i do this but i'm working on myself
0: (laughs) Helvetia Rocked raises awareness about gender inequality in the music industry and supports, promotes and connects professional female, non-binary, intersex and trans artists. Find out more on our website helvetiarocked.ch Sign up for the newsletter and follow us on social media. If you like what you hear today, please share it with your friends. About your music, you've sent me a track. We're gonna to listen to it now. Can you introduce your track and then we're gonna talk about it afterwards?
1: So, this is my very first track that I kind of finished. Um, and I did that for a theater production, my very first theater production, um, with uh, Tumai Kilunchell. she's an actress and a producer and she's she's just an amazing woman who did this solo project about um dancers which means a dancer in turkish and it's about belly dance it's about feminism it's about uh, um, detoxing uh, belly dance from exoticism orientalism sexism it was a really great project And so, um, yeah, I worked with her on um, all these tracks and I did the uh, musical production. I did sound design for that um, theater and the kind of uh, end scene of this dance theater piece was um, that she was dancing very energetically to... um, three songs and for her the music and the whole piece it was very important that we would mix um, very traditional music uh, with also electronic music and um, so by talking about what she likes in certain songs um, I tried to put together a track that would be just kind of what she's saying with my kind of perception of what this track should be and so yeah I kind of I just called it Dancers because yeah it's the name of the production
0: brilliant let's listen to Dancers about working with the actress to my um how was that in terms of you know you touched on it a bit but the the sort of process of including somebody else's creative vision to your own creative vision and making music not just about you and your headspace but bringing in somebody else how did you approach that and what was that like
1: Yes, that was an amazing experience for me because, yes, I've been doing music on my own for myself, right? Uh, I've been at that time already DJing and I DJed by myself, you know, going to shows and doing that all by myself. But producing, I realized that I really love to work with, with people, in a team, I really like to get um, inspired by others and um, to kind of try to incorporate ideas into my own ideas. So um, the process of this uh, of yeah getting to the end result was that um, she was very. I have to say, she was very fair. And very thoughtful. And she was like, I know you're doing this the first time. You are perfect for this um, job. And I really want you. So we're going to take it very slow and easy. Which can take time. So she invited me to come to um, Düsseldorf. Where uh, the production was kind of based. Um, so I went there for s- 10 days. And we had a very intense... like kind of eight days um, meeting, like meet up, um, getting to know each other. Um, The first day we talked a lot. We talked about everything. We talked about all the ideas we have in life. We realized what are the things we kind of process at the moment. So we kind of first got to know each other. So building that safe space, which was very interesting also for me, I mean, working with a woman, working with that um, kind of like very sensitive, like, bec- yeah, she's very sensitive and very careful. And I felt safe the first day yes. that I was already like, OK, I can do this with her. So then the next days um, we would just really listen to music. I did many, many playlists and she did... A playlist with songs that she likes and we would just listen to music for seven hours maybe eight talk about the different genres talk about uh the different rhythms i um i already read a bit about um darbuka ch- rhythms uh, in belly dance so yeah that was like the second third day um and that was yeah that that was kind of it uh, we we would just listen to music and 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 read so that was really easy and then um the second time we met was already you know in a in a um rehearsal space which was also the first time for me to be in a rehearsal space with like an actress and whew, that was amazing and 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 I had all these you know things around me and yeah. And then we started to, okay, she would be dancing when I played a song Um, I showed her my software, how it works. Um, and then we would like record some noises. Like it was really easy. You know, I never felt like, oh, I have so much pressure. It was just, and then we would talk about what she likes. She told me, um, yes, I like these high noises. Um, I like a really like deep beat. I like when the the whole floor is shaking because it gives me energy to to dance so all these things I would note and then I would go back to my hotel room and then I would try to you know do something just sketching and it just came
0: sorry what software were you using just out of interest
1: yeah um I was using uh, logic because I kind of learned with Logic to to make music because I was at the SAE uh, electronic music production course and they used Logic at that time so I felt very safe with Logic and I think I still I mean I still use it very much when it came to s- sound design um, I would just show her the, the the plugins I have, I would show her like uh, uh, small snippets of what I tried to do. Um, then also, when we were further in the process of her already being able to show me some movements, some scenes, then I would be like watching and I would be like, oh okay, maybe I could do this. Um, okay, we could do that. Um, and we were so close in you know, we were always doing things together like even I was even part of the writing process sometimes you know there were scenes where I was kind of taking the lead and saying okay you should do that you should say that you know so yeah I don't know how others have like what other experiences there are but my experience was that it was just so naturally um, we used everything we used the the Ableton push Uh, we used my synthesizer a lot also for a live piece um i used um a plugin by native instruments called contact um i used the plugins in logic i didn't have that much so it was it was it was really fine so everybody can do it at home
0: I yeah. love that. I mean you're using you're using what you have uh, and you're using what you know, but you're able to like expand it that it can, you know, fill a theatre and fill and and do everything it has to do for, for this theatre piece. I think that's yes. quite important, especially for like people starting out. I think whatever equipment you have, you know, you can actually figure out ways to create and to and to push the sounds of of what you've got isn't it
1: yes yes and what was funny was that at some point we were like okay we need a darbuka and then i was like okay i cannot play the darbuka but i can buy one and then they were like okay we're gonna finance you a darbuka and then i bought that darbuka and we even used it in the piece um but i didn't know how to play and she was just like that's fine just do something And I was like, okay, wow, this is amazing. So, you know, I really just want to say that you should just take risks, even if you think, okay, I cannot, I mean, I never did this, but I did it and then you can do it as well. So, Exactly.
0: I think that's brilliant. And what I love to hear about this experience of yours as well is just, the nurturing environment it just feels so like as you're describing it to me it feels like such a great environment to be in and um and i think that wherever possible i mean both you and i we're both coaches at health rocked um i do the djing uh coaching workshops and i think what, which one do you do djing and beat making the
1: same one yeah just just um djing just
0: djing okay but it's i think that even from that experience that you've had and and you know in my mind just wanting to create this warm space uh where where people can feel um safe to experiment just to go with the flow um and just to be creative i think that's something super important to um to always try and nurture when when you're when you're in a creative space. Absolutely, and I, I have to say, I was very lucky. Check out the Helvetia Rocked Music Directory. It's a platform for women, non-binary, trans, and intersex people in the Swiss music industry for singers, instrumentalists. Bookers, managers, sound engineers, photographers and many more of all levels. Whether it be a hobby or your profession or both. It's about visibility, it's about community, it's about empowerment. We invite all of you to participate in the project. For further information, go to www.musicdirectory.ch moment in time I am going to throw it out to the audience now on Helvetia Rocked uh, Instagram and other platforms uh, we've put it out to um, everyone to ask questions any questions that they might have for the coaches and I've got some Questions here. I'm going to just pick one to ask you uh, from the audience. Uh, there's there's a couple in German, and I'm not going uh, <laughs> to I'm not going to read it. Uh, I'm going to read you the the English one. No, right? I'm, I'm- going to save the German for later. I'm going to practice my accent and everything. I'm going to save it for for a later episode. Fine. But I'll ask you the one that's in English. Uh, it's from I'm Bonnie J. Official, uh, and the question is: How do you get away from? creative blackout in inverted commas how do you get away from creative blackout
1: I just stay away from them you know if I have a creative blackout I just accept it I have to say since I'm not doing that for like so many many years it is hard so when I'm in a creative blackout I'm just like okay now it's time to read books it's time to you know, work a bit more because I have this really flexible job. So then I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to work. Um, I'm going to try to have like another kind of way to still, you know, still stay, stay um, fit in the head. So, because so many other things are interesting for me too. Like I love making music and everything, um, but there's so many other things that you don't really find time Then I just try and I train still to just stay calm and say, okay, that's fine. Other people are, you know, doing stuff and they're being creative,
0: but I'm not. And it's okay. I think that's, I think that's brilliant advice. I think that's brilliant advice. I think sometimes it's even like when you just take your mind off something for however long it is, and even if you're doing something mundane or or something like you say reading or exercising another part of your brain, you don't know when it's going to happen. But something can just jump in your head, and that's when it reignites. So that you know you're you're in a blackout. Take yourself away, do something else, um, and then the, the the thing will come eventually. Yes, exactly. And and I'm,
1: I think it's easier for me now because I'm used to it. Since Because since I'm 18, I'm like playing kind of like the guitar and, and writing songs and just singing. And all the songs I've written were just by, okay, now is the moment. Now I want to sing. Now I have something to say. And it just happened. And I would just like press on record on my phone. That's, and, and I, 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 I'm used to it for years to yeah. just be like, okay, I don't touch my guitar for like six months. And then suddenly, hoops. And then I have a song. So
0: Yes, exactly. Oh, I love that. I mean, I'm going on a few years where I haven't touched my guitar, but I know mm-hmm. that I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> you will eventually. We're gonna, I'm going to pick it up. You and I should jam. We should jam one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <gasps> when this I lockdown's finished, you come into my house. We're going to jam. Okay. Okay. Okay thank you to I'm Bonnie J official for that question anyone else who has a question hit up Helvetia Rocked on Instagram on Facebook on all the platforms go to the website as well see what's going on Over there, and you can put a question to one of our coaches, and they will answer your question here on the podcast. So, thank you for that, and thank you, Layla, for answering that question so amazingly. Before we go, before I leave you, Layla, thank you very much also for being with me. Um, I want to know some of your musical. Influences. Now, this is just I've asked you to tell me five songs that kind of sum you up as a person, not necessarily your favorite songs, but just songs that have influenced you we're not even going to talk about them you're just going to list them for me and our listeners um are going to be able to go and head to the hell that's Rocked website and they are going to be able to listen to the spotify playlist and just get a feel for who Layla is so let me know what are these five songs
1: okay my five songs i could have chosen a thousand but I limited it to what influenced me with like DJing, what influenced me with producing and what's just have been, like what touched me really deeply. So I have Mettej Abdulish from Shabba Janet. The next song would be um, DJ Pleat. Uh, it's called Circle, uh, a great producer. Um, inspired me a lot for my productions and playing. Um, then the next song would be Ntagudemi uh, from the Queen Shikha The next song would be "Liberté" from Sulking and Uledl Beja. And the last song is Baby by Rosma.
0: Fantastic. Thank you for those songs. We're going to make a little playlist uh, where listeners can go over to the Helvetia Rock website, helvetiarock.ch, and take a listen to those those sounds that sum you up. Layla. where can people find you online? Okay, so you can find me
1: uh, on Instagram, which is uh, my kind of most active uh, social media um, uh, page. And you find me with, if you type in L-E-I-L-A-M and then double zero N, so Leila Moon with two zeros, you find me on Instagram. And yes, I'm very glad if you listen to my mixes on SoundCloud, You just type in Layla Moon,
0: L-E-I-L-A-M-O-O-N. Yes. Brilliant. And your mixes are so sick. Can we, we didn't even talk about New Year's Eve when you pulled one of the biggest crowds. New Year's Eve in Geneva, (laughs) 2019 into 2020. Oh that my gosh! What an amazing time years. that was. We thought it was going to be such a great year.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, for me, it was like okay, this th- that that's that's a sign. That's a sign. I mean, I I was almost crying on stage. I didn't believe what was happening. That was just, pooh. and then I had Juba playing after me. And you know, I, I, I'm I'm just such a fan and and i love what she does and i love what mina does and i was already able to play with mina and that was already like whoa and and then i was just like okay whoa
0: that was such a great experience such a great night i have to add just in case for context people didn't know that it was myself natalia DJ Nat from London, who booked DJ Layla Moon and Juba to be on the same stage uh, for New Year's Eve 2019 into 2020, and it was so amazing. The crowd was loving it, so up for it. Uh, it was brilliant, a brilliant night, yeah. a really good yeah. night. So yeah, uh, and you yeah. did it. So I want well to relive and... that moment again. I'd love to relive hey. that. Really, But for really. people, if you haven't heard Layla's mixes, go into the SoundCloud and check out the mixes and have yourself a house party, a party at home.
1: <laughs> yes, for now. and soon I will be starting to play again. I mean, things are getting uh, a bit easier with, um, you know, security stuff and about the coronavirus. So, yeah, just catch me in Basel. Come and dance with me listen to my mixes i would be so glad
0: thank you for joining me today on this podcast and you've been an amazing guest to have i wish you continued success in everything you do you're you're coaching young people djing and you're inspiring the next generation of djs so that is uh, something amazing. And uh, yeah, thank you so yes. much for, for joining it. me today.
1: Yes, thank you for having me. And it's a pleasure to hear you. It's a pleasure to kind of see you through this screen. And I'm very looking forward to see you again. And I'm very Um, thankful that I could be here and have this experience. Um, And I also just want to encourage everyone listening that, um, yeah, you can do it. Um, If you're interested in, you know, just like getting in touch with whatever there is, you know, like maybe just sound sketching, song sketching, or you're thinking about "Mm, maybe I should try and make beats like you don't have to do it forever you can just try it um, if you feel like yeah i would like to know how this djing thing works there is this platform there is female music lab we are here we would love to share with you what we know and we would love to know what you know and it's just this like you know we're at the same level, and I would
0: love to see you at our, um, yeah, coaching sessions. I'm, I'm imagining there's an audience here. I want to just say, everyone, Layla Moon, everyone, make some noise, <laughs> Woo! like you did in <laughs> Geneva already. <laughs> Geneva already. <laughs> Geneva already. <laughs> if you want to join the Helvetia Rocked community or find out more check out the website rocked.ch sign up for the newsletter and follow us on social media Helvetsia Rocked Musicians in Conversation is a concept by Natalia Anderson in collaboration with Helvetsia Rocked it's presented and produced by Natalia Anderson and music is by Julie Lee